Hey y'all, this is Hamza, and I'm super happy we get to hang out for a little bit. Okay. Mm, testing. One, two, three. This is a very creaky couch, so I have to be careful. Yeah, don't you be moving. Okay. Welcome to Hang Out with Hamza, guys. Uh, today, I have a special guest on. Her name is Madison. She's a good friend of mine that I met as of last year. Um, she is awesome in a lot of ways, but one very unique thing about her is she is a lawyer that also does hypnotherapy on the side, mm-hmm. and she's very passionate about it, and I invited her to be on the podcast just to talk about it and kind of give us further insight about that passion and how she got into it. So uh, without further ado, here's Maddie and here's her little introduction. Thanks, Hamza. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of sums me up. Just a lawyer who turned hypnotherapist, tried to break out of the nine to five matrix using all my woo-woo tactics um, and then fell upon spirituality. And so, yeah, I'm just so, so passionate about the brain, the subconscious, woo-woo shit, just all the things, you know? Yeah. And uh, I wanted to kind of go back to like that video you showed me a while ago, which was basically Maddie at her lowest. Like she just left her job at a law office. She wasn't happy. She was basically at rock bottom and she recorded herself in that moment. And it was pretty beautiful because she kind of captured herself in that moment that her life changed from then on. She basically, you know, went on to do things that she wanted to do for herself. And now she's thriving. She's like killing it (laughs) both as a lawyer and also as a hypnotherapist. And she's also dabbling in like other things on the side. But I think what I found really inspiring about her was that she was at that rock bottom moment, but she knew that the next chapter of her life was going to be incredible. And she even says in the video, like when you watch this, you were like basically talking to yourself, like this is me and my lowest and wherever you are, whatever you're doing now, like I hope you're thriving and Uh right. And uh, I thought that was pretty incredible because I feel like we've all had those rock bottom moments, but none of us have the foresight to record ourselves and like have the belief that we're going to be in a much better place. And like, a couple of months to a year and she had that and I think that's like an incredible thing to have thank you insert clip yeah <laughs> um yeah I I knew it was gonna be temporary I think anytime I'm in a really low place um I'm able to conceptualize it because I know it is temporary like if all emotions are um but it was and I was such in a low place. I just quit my very first big law job. Um, I was making tons of money in the, at that job and I, you know, had a sky rise apartment, um, was doing all the things that I thought would make me happy. I had all the material things that would make someone, you know, happy. Um, but then I, I just was dying inside really. And one day I, I, had no money in my account. I was the type that I got the money. When the money was in, it also went out. Um, but I just I just couldn't take it anymore. So I quit. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I know that the universe, you know, always has my back. So I had 
I had faith. So what do you feel like was the tipping point of that moment? Like what was the last straw that broke the camel's back and made you just decide to leave that day? Oh gosh. Was it like an accumulation of things over time and then there was something or was it something that happened that day that made you say this is it? I think it was just working with people who just don't appreciate you and treat you as... I don't know, this nine to five robot of just like, come in, get things done, and I'll pay you minimum. Yeah. And um, I think just, gosh, it was really just a cumulative of things. Yeah. But um, working with people who just don't have an open mind, I think that was yeah. the hardest thing for me. And then after that moment that you left, um, what steps did you take to get to where you are now? Like, were, was it like a slow kind of burn or did you just start jumping into like the next chapter trying to figure out what you're going to do? Or did you take like a little kind of sabbatical from everything? I took a little sabbatical for sure. Um, and I somehow, I, I just like let the universe take charge and just kind of went with, any kind of inspiration that came up and I got into real estate. My mom was a realtor. Um, so I kind of was already in that life and I was really interested in real estate because it didn't have litigation involved at all. Like I hated going to court and being yelled at by judges and opposing counsel because um, I'm hypersensitive. So with real estate, it is just transactional. Um, and so I slowly got into that. And then with transactional, it allowed me to, you know, do the work and then have way more time to do my like passion projects. Yeah. And how did you get into the main subject matter of this, which is hypnotherapy? What was the route that got you into that? It's really wild and somewhat woo-woo. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think most people, I mean, including me, by the way, guys, I did do hypnotherapy with Maddie and I didn't get hypnotized. Why'd you, get it? Why'd you gotta say that? <laughs> I mean, that's just me personally saying like I was one of what I was like the only one out of all your so far. clients. And so I, you know, I still want to do it. And I, I do believe that it's, you know, something that is effective and i was pretty bummed out that it didn't work on me at the time but i also think it was like a mix of everything you know and so with that being said i don't think it's woo i think it's an interesting like pseudoscience that like people oh, don't sure. really like think about or look into but it's oh. one of those things that are worth giving a try at least once in your life and if it doesn't work then that's your you know that's your opinion on it but it's worth at least giving a shot. So yeah, I'm mm -hmm. curious, like as a lawyer, because obviously lawyers are very like rigid and um, mm -hmm. it's, it's just funny because it's a complete like paradox to what you do in that realm. So I was kind of curious, like how you got into it and what drew you to it as opposed to other forms of therapy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with hypnotherapy, how I got into it. Well, first off, I had a spiritual awakening in law school. Um, I was at my lowest point then. Um, I think law school is designed to make you feel like an idiot. And I definitely, it succeeded in that realm. Um, 
So I was just at a low point. I almost failed out of law school my first year. And so I decided to take the summer off while all my friends, you know, they got clerkships, they got all these like fancy internships. And I was like, mentally, I cannot. Um, so I went to Denver that summer and I just hiked mountains every single day. Mm-hmm. And when you're alone in nature, I I just felt so small. And then just everything, I don't know, I can't even describe like the feel it's almost undescribable what I went through but I just had this awakening um and that was kind of the start of my spiritual journey and then I just dove right into the rabbit hole yeah um four years later I'm working in my law job I actually got laid off and in that moment I was just like what the hell am I gonna do now um because I just I couldn't find another job. I just didn't want to get on LinkedIn and search for another job. Um, So I was in meditation and I was just like, please give me an answer, like literally anything. And in my mind, I received this answer that said, go to hypnotherapy school. And I had never heard of hypnotherapy before then. I I saw like on TV, you know, when they do hypnosis and they yeah. say like, act like a cat. Yeah. That That's all I knew about hypnosis. Yeah. Um, so it was the most random thought I've ever had. And so afterwards, I was just like, okay, all right, bet. And then I started, you know, Googling hypnotherapy schools, found one that suited you know, me and, um, my hours and just what I connected with. Then I just went to school. And how long was the schooling? Um, it was about, it took me about six months. Okay. Yeah. And do you feel like once you got out of it, you felt this strong, like, like, did you feel like, okay, I'm ready to start hypnotherapy or did you kind of feel like, uh, any kind of, what do you call that? Like imposter syndrome on your during your first session yeah. or anything like that? I was so scared. Yeah. <laughs> How f- soon after you finished school did you do your first session? I did it pretty quickly, yeah. honestly, because I was just – I had learned so much and saw our teachers, you know, hypnotizing students and such, and I was just like, this shit is amazing. So I wanted to right away. Yeah. Um, and was your first session a success? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. Hannah. Okay. <laughs> so Hannah is a mutual friend of ours who uh, is also an equally incredible person. And uh, yeah, just a little background on that. That's how I met Madison, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you did it with Hannah. And then what was I, like your third, fourth? You? Yeah. You were probably my like 12th. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll definitely have to do it again. Yeah. But Um, I've gotten better since then. Yeah, no, you were good as it was. I think I was also in my head and really overthinking a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things you told me in hypnotherapy is you just have to like go with the flow. Yeah, let go, surrender. Yeah, and that's my my problem is I have trouble with doing that. Mm. But um, yeah, I guess, you know, as a listener, I'm sure there's a lot of questions about hypnotherapy, but do you have any common questions people ask before or during hypnotherapy or even after? Yeah. Like your client's most popular questions, maybe you can answer for re- listeners who are curious about it. 
Yeah. Most people are just like, what the fuck is hypnotherapy? Yeah. Like, what? And how can it heal me? Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of like content or, or not discontent and like maybe people who are scared of it or, oh, yeah. um, you know, people who don't even believe in hypnosis in general. So mm -hmm. like, how do you address those people or how do you kind of approach that subject with people like that? Who includes me? Like, you know, I wasn't sure if hypnotherapy would work at all. So mm -hmm. it's really just meditation on steroids. Um, all I'm doing is shutting the left hemisphere of the brain down and then heightening the right hemisphere. So the right hemisphere of the brain is what holds all of your memories. Um, it's the part of you that's connected to the quantum field. So when you say like your higher self or, you know, God, um, that is connect, your connection is through your right hemisphere. So it's really quieting the left and enhancing yeah. the right. Okay. Um, and that is done through imagery. Um, and yeah. And then for, um, I guess most of your patients, I'm sure there's patient client privilege that obviously you can't share stuff, but yeah. if you were to just like give a random story about maybe like an example of how it's helped people who have, you've done hypnotherapy on, are there anything that like that you've had a big impact on in a patient or anything like that? Mm -hmm. It's funny because everyone is so similar. Yeah. They come in with all these different problems, but the solution is always within them and it's always very similar to everyone else's okay um is it a lot of trauma-based stuff that just is like uncovering that yeah so really okay so hypnotherapy is so freaking cool because it's accessing your subconscious mind uh -huh. and most people you access your subconscious twice a day five minutes Five minutes before you go to sleep, five minutes when you wake up. That's when your brain waves are in theta. And your brain waves are in theta. They were in theta age one through seven. And that's where a lot of your subconscious programming took place. So a lot of your habits today are from programming that was like when you were a child. And to reprogram those um, neuro pathways, you have to be in theta state. And that's why hypnosis is incredible because I can put you in theta state for two hours and act, access your programming and then rewire. And through neuroplasticity, we can create new neural pathways. Um, so is this in any way similar to like how psilocybin and like um, most yeah. hypnosis or hypnosis, uh, like basically any psychedelics, is that kind of acting in the same way when they talk about rerouting your synapses and everything like that? For sure. I think all psychedelics have the capacity to expand your consciousness yeah. and to change perspectives and just think about your own memories in different ways. Yeah. So is it the same mechanism of action or is it just kind of like the same concept? Yeah, it's definitely very similar. I don't know about the same, but yeah. they're in the same family for okay. sure. Cool. And then um, the other thing I was like wondering is when you do have patients in these hypnos hypnosis states, is there a time limit or 
does everybody vary by time structure and whatnot by how fast they get into that zone how fast they get out of it yeah some people can get into it in like two minutes okay um but my induction takes 15 minutes and that is usually enough yeah some will take like an additional um you know meditation hypnosis induction but 15 minutes is all it takes. And then in terms of sessions, how many sessions can it take? I know I've asked you these before, but this is for the listeners. Yeah. Um, really, it can take one session. A majority of my clients just need one. I have, I've had a few that just want to come back, um, but they say an average of one to three sessions, okay. um, depending on what you're trying to work on. If you're just trying to, you know, quit smoking or quit a habit, um, that that can take as little as one. Um, but if you want to get into deep trauma work, that can take up to three. And have you yourself gone through hypnosis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How was that for you? It was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Did you feel like it changed a lot about you or, you know, improved your life in certain capacities? Yeah. Um, my memory is shit. And I couldn't remember a lot of my childhood memories or just like why I have certain programming. Yeah. Um, I think I was disassociated a lot. Um, Did you have a rough childhood for that to be that way? or No, no. which is so strange. I actually had the best childhood. Um, but just something about... I don't even I don't even know what I think I was just like born an alien or something. So I'm like disassociated from my body a lot of the times. Yeah. That's so funny that I just said that. Um, but uh, well, I can confirm as a texter, you're <laughs> very disassociated from that. So. Yeah. Um, so my memory is just it, it's not the best. So hypnotherapy actually allowed me to like go back and like, oh, that's why I do this. Yeah. Um, so it was very healing for and me. Do you feel like it changed you as a person in terms of just like your personality or how you behave or interact with people from here on out? Or it just gave you more of a self-awareness? It just gave me more of a self-awareness. Yeah. Okay. It made me love more, I'd say. That's it just good. like being in a theta state and then accessing your higher self. Your your higher self is just you, but in higher a, a higher vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. So when you can talk to that person and integrate it into your body, it is just like, wow, we are all love. And like in a society that's programming us to be in fear mm-hmm. and to be in our egos and to like look for materialism and consumption and capitalism but that's like a whole thing yeah so why do you think hypnotherapy is not more of a you know common ground place like you know if i want to go to therapy i can look it up through my insurance and even that's difficult as it is but why do you think hypnotherapy is also like so like on the pseudoscience spectrum like is there something blockading it or is it just a fear of hypnotherapy in general based on just like your experience what have you come across as being the issue i think a lot there's a lot of fear around it just from what you see on television um about people they think it's the devil's work for one really Uh uh-huh i've had some comments about that really and then um, also just they think that I'm going to get in there and like control and you won't be able to control yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess people, I mean, when I think of hypnotherapy, obviously 
just hypnosis in general, the first thing, like you said, when you think of is TV and you think of like those TV shows where they dangle like the watch in front of you yeah. and you're just completely hypnotized and then mm-hmm. you start doing crazy stuff. So yeah, I'm sure that's a pretty common thing, but um, how do you disprove that or how do you like respond to people that have that kind of fear and like, you know, talk some kind of sense into them in a certain <laughs> way? Um, or do you even attempt that or is it just kind of like a lost cause? I, they always come with that. Like, are you gonna put me in some type of trance that I can't get out of? And I really just exactly how I explained it of you're going to be able to control everything. I have clients get up and go to the bathroom, like, and you remember everything too, and you can move if you want. So it really is just meditation, but conscious yeah if you're able to get into deep deep meditation that's what it feels like but most people can't get into deep meditation without you know years of practice yeah i mean meditation is such a difficult thing for me and i think that's why hypnosis was a difficult thing for me Mm -hmm. because it's just i don't know like when somebody says clear your mind the exact opposite thing happens to me it's just like floods my mind but yeah um, it's impossible to clear your mind that's a misconception as well right okay well that's good to know but yeah i think it's like incredible how you went you know into meditative state and you kind of found this through that Mm -hmm. especially so spontaneously based on no previous involvement with it um but yeah i guess you know the whole point of this podcast is like your passion which is clearly hypnotherapy and how did it um influence the rest of your life like do you feel like it's carried over to other spectrums of your life or influenced you in other ways like okay i've accomplished hypnotherapy now i want to do this or you know anything like that well yes yeah um hypnotherapy has helped in so many ways because you can actually do self-hypnosis um and it's helped me with motivation um just any kind of my already like programmings that i'm not yeah that i kind of want to improve on um but i wanted to do i wanted to have a place where a big group of people could get together we're going to do hypnosis and like have this community group event um so i started a retreat business and I'm going to start holding, I have the first retreat in February and I'll probably do like three a year. Um, but I just think that today's day and age, like we're all so, there's just not a lot of community or it's harder to create community. We're all just like living our own lives. Um, but really I've found like the most happiness in community So I wanted to create a space where people can be incredibly vulnerable, go through hypnosis, let go of like all their deep seated shit and like do fun activities. So that that's like the first thing that has developed. I'm sure I'm going to like have new things come up. I'm just like all over the place. So you can plug it too. where where can people find this community? (laughs) It's called Embody Retreats, um, Embody with an I. So on okay. Instagram, it's 
I'll uh, share your guys' yeah. info and Instagram and everything at the end. So if you're somebody listening and you live in Austin or anywhere, right? It doesn't have to be just in Austin. Yeah. It's um, just right outside of Austin, though. Yeah. That's where the retreat is. And if you guys want to sign up or look further into it, I'll share her Instagram and also the uh, info. Uh, it'll be on the description here. And also, you can follow Maddie on her Instagram at the end. But um, back to like the overall conversation. So, um, if somebody does want to go into hypnotherapy or look into it, is there a good resource that they can look up? Like, let's say they don't live in Austin and they can't see you. What would be the best, most trusted way to do it? And how would you pick a good hypnotherapist? Because I'm sure it's not as easy to just like find Google reviews on hypnotherapists versus like a dentist, right? Right. <laughs> so. Um, I'd say really just use your intuition. Really you hold all the answers and that is why I love hypnotherapy. This is, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to go off on this rant again. Um, but there are so many coaches nowadays and they give you like the four step to heal yourself and like try to sell you programs, which is amazing too. I've had many coaches, but really all the answers to your problems are within and so that's why I love hypnotherapy so much is because you're giving yourself the solution you're not seek getting like a prescription from someone else of like okay no do this this and this and then you'll be healed yeah so many people do that but really internally you don't want to be told what to do so you can like be super pumped but Really, like, later on, it's just, like, you don't really vibe with it because someone's telling you to do this. Yeah. So hypnotherapy just allows you to seek the solutions from within, and everyone's so different, so it will be different for each person. Okay. So that's why it's amazing. Um, but also, with finding a hypnotherapist, you do want to use your intuition and see who you vibe with. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was looking for a hypnotherapist online, there aren't a lot, and they're, yeah. like, None of them have Google reviews, which, which is, is funny because we're in Austin. So you'd think out of all places, some yeah, like Austin would have something like that, but no, for sure. And a lot of them are just for habit. I think everyone that I've seen is for to yeah. get habits. Mine's more of like deeper internal work. Okay, so it's really just what you're looking for. Yeah. Um. And you want to have someone that went to an accredited school. And how do you verify that? It's not like you have like a DMD or a DDS at the end of no. your title, right? So no. is there any way to verify that? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. What's your like accreditation? Like do you have it on your website or? I have it on my website, yeah. Okay. So, so I'm I guess sure, like if looking. you look it up, yeah. they should have something certifying that. And what should it say? Because I'm sure they could just say certified, but certified could mean anything, right? It really could. Um is there like a one type of accreditation or is there multiple? No, there's multiple. That's why it's kind of difficult. And really, I would just say go off of the person, like with their services and then like the feeling you get from like their about and like. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I looked at some and there are some like creepy dudes out there doing hypnotherapy and I was just like, yeah, I, I mean, about that. the other thing about hypnotherapy that mm, some people might not be aware of is it's done at your place of residence for the most part like yours is done here at your place which yeah you know i think as a female can be scary too yeah because you're inviting a stranger over oh my gosh yeah and that can be 
you know, nerve wracking. And then on their end, they're going to this complete stranger's place and they're mm-hmm. going to go into a, you know, subconscious state. So that's also like, right. you know, a different... incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. So um, in that capacity, how did you kind of overcome that? Or, you know, do, like, do you filter out who you're having as your patient? And yeah. How do you kind of establish like who can and can't do hypnotherapy with you? Um, again, it's just kind of a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very empathetic. And so I feel like I can just read someone even online. I'll have a consultation with them. Yeah. And based on that, I'll say if it's a good fit or not. Okay. And I also have a Rottweiler. So that's that's true. Or as a sweet sweet dog, but I'm sure she can go off if needed. For sure. I have her. I'll carry her on a leash um, during my sessions. Just to be aware. Just be like, she'll fuck you up. Yeah. So don't try nothing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you talk about like intuition, do you feel like this carries over to your interactions with people and being able to read people like on an instant kind of first interaction? Oh, yeah. Like, people are increased? so easy to read. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like even so, well, I guess this is like a scary question. <laughs> what was your intuition of me based on first interaction? It was really good. I think. Do you have to say that because you're on a podcast yeah. right now? <laughs> Can, I do. You can shit on me. All right. I, yeah, I didn't fuck with you for sure. No. Really? Okay. No, you can really tell by looking into someone's eyes. Okay. Eyes are the windows to the soul. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And just and that's whenever I have the consultations, yeah. I have a video so I can look into your eyes. Okay. But when you look into someone's eyes, you can really just feel something about them. And you're going to get initially a good vibe or a bad vibe bad vibe and whatever vibe you get you should trust you know and that applies to females and males like you can for sure no matter what yeah okay and how do you i guess do you feel like it's a 100 percent accuracy you've had with it or have some proven you wrong or proven you right with it um I would say 100% accuracy. I always... Females in general have really good intuition in that regard. For sure. Um, Guys are horrible at it. I can (laughs) verify that because I... Yeah, what's yours? What are you about? What With intuition? Yeah. Um, I think it's like a vibe thing in general. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I'm pretty bad at it too because I have this thing where if I don't really feel someone or I'm not like really feeling a vibe from like first instance, I won't even make an effort. Mm -hmm. And it's really bad because I feel like sometimes I've definitely, I think I have a 50, 50 thing. (laughs) I'd say two of my really close friends, Adam, I'll mention him because he's probably listening to this, but he's one of the nicest guys I know and my closest friend now. Uh But the first, he's super good looking dude. He's like uh, super tall and has every right to be a douchebag in some mm-hmm. capacity, but is like the nicest guy with the biggest heart. And okay. I'm, I'm guilty of like initially seeing him and thinking this guy's an asshole. I'm yeah. not going to interact with him. Right. And that made me the asshole because I was like mm. making these um, superficial assessments. And then I talked to him and I was like, damn it, he's really nice. <laughs> and it made me even more upset because I was like, he's just like an all around good person. But um, yeah, I think the, I think is a good thing because, it's true. I feel like you can re- see a lot in a person's eyes. Oh my gosh, so much. But I don't think I like do that as much. So I'm going to yeah. be a little bit more observant of that. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> would you say, even with the video calls, do you feel like you, 
video calls are still an accurate portrayal of them. I feel like that's hard because it's just still over like a blank screen, yeah. a flat screen. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, not as great as being in person. Yeah, but you can still see you it. You can still catch the vibe. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think about other fun facts about hypnotherapy or anything that you could enlighten us with in terms of, you know, fun information about hypnotherapy that you feel people should be more aware of? I think obviously people should just be aware of it because it's an incredible healing tool. Yeah. I've had so many clients come out of hypnotherapy and they were like that I was healed in one session versus like talk therapy. I went 10 years. So it's something that can heal you really, really quickly. And that's why I think it should be talked about more. Um, and even I, I hypnotized, I can say his name cause he didn't say he's allowing me to, but he didn't sign a contract. Yeah. No contract he's, there. Um, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> I hypnotized Mike Johnson. He was, um, a bachelor contestant, oh, wow. um, a couple days ago. And okay. the first thing he said out of hypnosis, he was like, I think this is a cheat code to life. That's awesome. And I couldn't agree more. I'm like, yes, this, he gets it. It's yeah. a, it's just a cheat code. Um, so that's one thing. But also with hypnosis, again, I was I access you know the right hemisphere of the brain, which holds your memories. It's what you know is keep going connects you to your higher self, and it connects. It's the part of the brain that holds memories from this life and from past lives. Mm -hmm. So a lot of traumas that people have, even like physically, are from their past lives. So that I've found that really interesting. Like if someone gets migraines so much, um, I've had a client uh, had that issue, and we took her, and it was a, I took her to a past life, and she was actually decapitated, and um, just a lot of trauma in the brain. And so um, the, her subconscious was remembering that in this lifetime, so she would always get headaches. And so from when you realize this memory, you, you can process it and release it. So she released and she said she doesn't get migraines anymore. So it's just real trippy what can happen in yeah. hypnosis. You really don't know where, where you're going to go, but your subconscious takes you to the place that you need to. I was going to ask you, like, in terms of a physical, because I know mentally you can change people, but physically, and you bring up the migraine thing, but even, you know, people who might have, like, muscle aches or, you know, back pain or anything like that, do you feel like beyond the migraine thing, have you helped people in that capacity? Maybe, like, athletes who have yeah. had any kind of ailment or anything like that. Have you noticed that happen? For sure. I've hypnotized a couple NBA players. Um no big deal. Such subtle flex. Just a couple, yeah. you know. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael, when he came in, I was he was just like, God, I have the worst back pain. But a lot of them do have so yeah. much pain in the body. And um, yeah, a lot of it is just energy stored in the body mm -hmm. and energy from memories. And so a lot of times... A lot of people, I've not, I personally hold trauma in my shoulders, and so when I do hypnotherapy to myself, I'm releasing the emotions that I'm storing right there. 
So when I take you through hypnosis, a lot of your like knee pains and such, everything in your body gives you information to what's going on internally. Um, so knee pain, a lot of the time it's you're walking the wrong path or trying to walk two separate paths at the same time. Um, and I, I can go to each body part. Interesting. But it is just energy stored um, from memories that need to be released and energy that's real dense, you know, and and I don't know, that's creating like these dis-ease in the body. What about kidney failure? Asking for <laughs> kidney failure i actually forgot about that one uh-huh. you've got kidney failure yeah you didn't hear about that uh-uh yeah i had that last year and i i mean it was a lot of factors but i do agree i think stress plays such a huge role in our body oh my we God. estimate how much stress can affect everything yeah and uh yeah kidneys just like decided to stop working but um I mean, there were a lot of factors. Like I was taking antibiotics. I have thalassemia, which is like a sickle cell like trait. And um, yeah, I just went through like a pretty bad breakup. And so like all that accumulated. And I mm. think that was probably the lowest in my life that mm. I was emotionally and mentally. And I think that probably out of everything heavily contributed to it. <clears throat> but yeah, it was pretty scary. And uh yeah, I was curious what that might be, but maybe you just have to tell me about that later. Yeah, we're going to have to put you through hypnosis again. Yeah, I definitely want to do it again. And then we'll have like maybe another episode where we talk about oh, We'll just yeah. have one full hypnosis episode. That's a good idea. That's cool. Are you allowed to record these or like according to the patients? Yeah. Uh, like, like if they give you permission, For that's sure. okay? Yeah. Okay, maybe we'll do that. That'd be pretty cool. And then uh, we'll make OnlyFans for me and... <laughs> and make solid money just doing it but yeah um, yeah outside of that do you feel like you have any other passions outside of hypnotherapy or anything else that you really yes love? besides my playlist that i made you oh my god that's a true passion of mine yeah. oh god <laughs> it was maddie's birthday a couple months ago and she asked me to make her a spotify playlist which was like in my opinion the highest compliment anyone can give me <laughs> And I made her one, and she still listens to it to this day, and it makes me so happy. Oh, my gosh. I know every song. Like, you know when you listen to a playlist so much, you know the yeah. next song that's, that's going to awesome. come up? That, okay. That's I need that's to add I'm more. I'm going to add more tonight. But, yeah, you should. Um, yeah, anyways, outside of that. Um, I love, love, love photography. Yeah, you, we did a shoot recently, and she's incredible. She has this incredible camera that I'm jealous of. Yeah. And she takes beautiful photos. Thank you. And I told her the other day that she has um she has a amazing eye in terms of just like capturing like great composition. And I feel like that's not something a lot of people are gifted with. And I think I mean everybody captures photography in a different way and composition is not something that you just like I mean you can learn it, but I think some people are lucky enough to be granted with it. And I think she has that, which is awesome. And yeah, if you want to see her photos, I've been posting a couple on Instagram, but feel free to check her Instagram too, which will be shared at the end. But yeah, what made you get into photography? Um, my mom's a photographer. So I just always saw her taking pictures of us as kids. And then she became 
professional photographer whenever I was in high school. Yeah. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, Did she do like the black room and everything? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. She had a studio. Wow. Is it the black room or red room or light? It's called light room, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Black room. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's light room. Um, I actually was like her intern and I would help edit her photos. So I think she gave me the eye for photography um and then I've always just loved taking pictures and she actually gave me one of her cameras so I started playing with that um and then I found this latest camera and it's just like okay yeah I'm a professional now yeah it's it's (laughs) awesome stuff and uh do you feel like you have a certain type of photography that you enjoy doing or all types of photography um I really love capturing people's spirit like Uh They're sold. I love sensual photography. Um, yeah, anything that just like you're in a vulnerable state and like me capturing that. Oh, that's just my favorite. Yeah. And anything sexy, I love that too. And then with the sensual photography, I'm assuming it's like personal for you to keep, or do you have like a? Are you developing like a platform to share all your stuff on, like all of your work? Or- how are you sure? Yeah, I haven't yet, but it's in the works. Okay, I need cool. to maybe create an Instagram or and yeah. a portfolio. Yeah, you were think, telling me something. Yeah, I think making a portfolio would be great, especially if you want to go into like the professional realm. But having yeah. an Instagram is just like a great marketing tool in mm-hmm. general. Um, yeah, my Instagram before like figs and everything was predominantly like photography. Mm-hmm. And I think I was opposite of you. I really love taking photos of like architecture and scenery and, you know, immobile objects. And I hated taking photos of people because to me, I feel like people, once they realize they're behind a camera, sometimes they can act differently, which mm-hmm. includes me. Like I get very like uncomfortable or, you know, I, I feel like I'm being watched and so I behave differently. Mm-hmm. But I do like the, you know, when you do capture like the rawness or the intimate moments, which you did capture, it's really cool and it looks beautiful. Um, Thanks. But yeah, did you have any other closing statements or thoughts or any questions for me? Anything at all? Yes, I do. Okay, guys, this is what I need you to do. I need you to wake up the first five minutes of when you wake up, you need to visualize what you want for yourself that is when you are in theta brainwave state and that that visualization will transfer to your subconscious i need you to look into the sun stare into the sun at sunrise (laughs) trust me on this all right whenever you stare into the sun don't look exactly directly into it and it has to be the first 15 minutes of when the sun rises okay when you stare at it, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which is what connects you to source, to God, to your higher self, to the quantum. And it releases serotonin and melatonin. Okay. And then, you know, go about your day. Just all the messages, all the messages that people have in hypnotherapy from their higher self is to just have fun. Like, stop taking life so seriously. I think that's the main message that I get. Um, so just take it time out of your day to just be like, why am I taking life so seriously? Yeah. And to just, like, notice your breath when you can. 
Okay. And then before you go to bed, again, watch the sun. It will put melatonin into your body. During like sunset golden hour? Yeah. 15 minutes before sunset, it has to be like at the lowest point. Okay. Um, so it doesn't like fuck up your eyes. Yeah. Cause Although people. And my optometrist is trying oh my to God. say otherwise. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm good. sorry. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're speaking your words right now. Yeah. Um, and then again, five minutes before you go to sleep, visualize that is, that is when you are in theta. Okay. And that's when you can reprogram your own sub- subconscious mind. Okay. Cool. Well, you heard it from Maddie. <laughs> um, and just to close it off, if you guys have any questions for her or if you want to schedule your own hypnotherapy session, um, do you want to share your personal socials, whatever you want yeah, people to reach just out? Yeah, like spell it out or what yeah just let them know and i'll write it out in the description um my instagram is at mcmadison um and through there i have like a link tree link um that has all of my websites so cool and um yeah that's about it uh please follow maddie ask her all (laughs) the questions you want and if you go partially blind from staring (laughs) feel free to reach out to maddie and (laughs) Hit up his right sister-in-law. Or Siri, because you can't see anymore. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, and this is Hamza. Thanks, Maddie, for hanging out. Thank you. And um, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. And this is Hanging Out with Hamza. Okay, bye. That's so fun.